Heather, I didn't. I don't even know if I told you this. There was four of us and Kyle, and he had a four seat car. I think it was a Prius mm-hmm. or a Nissan Leaf. So napkins, as some of you guys listening know, had to be in the trunk of the car <laughs> oh so that we could bump around to these breweries. This is the final call for the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 350. John Evans, whose official title is Head Balancing Strongman, holds the Guinness World Record for most pints of beer stacked on top of one's head. Take a guess. How many pints of beer has he stacked on top of his head? I'll let you know at the end of the show. I may not be some superhuman like John Evans and his crazy balancing head, but I have created an app. So if you're someone who always wants the cheapest flights and you don't want to do a lot of work to find them, then the app Jetto is just for you. You can download it from any of the app stores right now. You could pause this, go to the app store, get Jetto on Android, on Apple, doesn't matter, and you will start getting cheap flights sent directly to your phone from the airports that you pick. Now, after you download, don't forget, use the referral code EPOP, put that in the referral code box, and that will get you a free 14-day trial to our platinum version. So go check it out. Jetto and Cheap Flights will be on their way to your phone. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man who is almost as obsessed with beer as he is with real estate, as he is with travel, as he is with creating new businesses. You get the idea. A man with many obsessions. (laughs) Yeah, Try I, sure. I have a bit of an obsessive personality. I'll be the first <laughs> to admit that. And when I like something, I fall very deep down that rabbit yes, hole. Yes, you do. And interestingly enough, usually stay down that rabbit hole, but then add other obsessions on yeah. top. So It's a complex life. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I like beer so much. Actually, I, I had the honor earlier yesterday, actually, we had a friend who runs a restaurant. They just got a liquor license. They're going to have nine beers on tap, but they have to serve only Pennsylvania beers alcohol so it has to be all pennsylvania breweries and she came over and she she knows nothing about beer like i don't even she probably drank one beer in her life (laughs) and she's like trav i don't know anything about beer can you and heather help me i i have to buy beer i don't even know what i'm doing so it was very uh, cute trav was was giving her all the different types you know just like the general difference between a hazy ipa new england style west coast style an ale a stout a porter is this like a guinness i'm like all right a stout is like is this like a stella (laughs) is this like a uh, yingling is this like a coors light so we made a whole list i wrote it out on a notebook i gave her some suggestions so basically i feel kind of cool that we are her like we go are going, to, we are creating her tap list. Go to beer gurus, Heather and Travis Sherry, self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed beer gurus. And today we're talking about our best 
beer experiences of 2018. Not to be confused with our best breweries podcast, which we did um, in 2018. We hadn't done one in a few years and we have an epic list of breweries just in the US that we love and have been to and love our beer. So if you like beer, you should definitely check out that podcast. But this is a little different where we're talking about all the experiences we had at breweries all over the world in 2018. So maybe some of them don't have the best beer we've ever had in the world, but the experience was something to remember. Yeah, it's a little more experiential, I think, my list versus just best brewery but you'll you'll see why as we talk about this and listen you give you give a girl a show like she just did our part four coffee and wine and listen to her go she's ready to take over not just the co-host mantle but she's just ready to take this show and run with it so let's go to it um we each as we mentioned we do not talk about these lists ahead of time so i have no idea what her beer experiences her top beer experiences 2018 are um she has no idea what mine are so that's always fun and just a little housekeeping this is part five of our year in review. So the other four parts are already out there. Best meals, travel stats, travel superlatives, and best coffee and wine, which Heather ran that show. And then we still have best dessert and best experiences, not beer experiences, but best travel experiences 2018 coming up. So, Which, um, I mean, all of these I love doing. I, I definitely think it's really fun to just really think back over 2018 and just doing a year interview in general. I know a lot of people, you know, they, oh, making a resolution or, you know, doing goals is, you know, it's so overrated. But honestly, it is so good to think about all of those amazing times you've had in 2018 because maybe not every single day was amazing. Maybe you went through some challenges or trials, but hopefully for you, most of the year was positive. And just thinking back on all of those great experiences really helps me, especially like look forward to the new year and just be really grateful for what we accomplished and the things that we did. Yeah. Reflection is an absolute amazing tool to use, especially when you're feeling frustrated, stressed. You know, sometimes I feel that way when we don't get to travel as much as I want to. Then I look back at the stuff we've done. And I'm like, oh, you know, just be thankful for what you have. This is why we have seven parts of a year in review. Uh, <laughs> There's you know? too much good for so one podcast. Let us know as you're going through here. Tweet us and get us on Instagram at Pack of Peanuts and at Heather Sherry. Let us know your best beer experiences of 2018. So without further ado, uh, we're going to jump into our list, and our list almost always starts with honorable mentions. So, Heth, give me your honorable mentions for your best beer experiences of 2018. I only have one honorable mention, and it is when we were out in Denver, we went to a lot of breweries, and there's some pretty cool breweries, especially in the Rhino District. It's very industrial. Lots of cool new places have popped up. Colorado, in general, is a great state for craft beer. I think at one point it had the most craft breweries in any state. I don't know if that still holds true, but... One in particular that I really enjoyed was Cerebral Brewing, which had some delicious beer. Probably my favorite beer that we had in Denver. I'd agree. Yeah, you would best, agree. Best, best beer, straight beer we yeah, had in they Denver. They had I some think. really good hazy IPAs. I think we had a sour also that was really good there. And we came to Cerebral right after... Um, I had gone to the Denver Zoo with a couple of our team members, you know, Tiffany, Casey, Lily, my sister was there and her partner, Paul, for the Denver Location Indie Experience. So, you know, we were all, after being at the zoo for a couple hours, ready for a beer and some food. So we get to Cerebral Brewing 
And they, I thought we thought they had a food truck. They did not. It was not going to be there till later. However, there's a lot of places to get food around Cerebral Brewing, and you're allowed to bring food in. So I was like, Trav, there's a taco place right next to Cerebral. We've had a lot of tacos lately. We've just come from Austin. But let's just get some tacos from there. Trav's like, whatever. Okay, you can go. I don't know if I really want tacos from this place. It doesn't look like my type of taco place. I get the tacos, bring them over, eat some, share with Trav. He's he's like, these are delicious. They're so good. He goes over to, I think it was called a machete uh, to get his own order of three tacos. Awesome, awesome tacos. Awesome brewery at Cerebral. Very cool vibe in there. Laid back, cool atmosphere and just really good beer. Hanging out with people. You guys had a, a location indie impromptu team meeting just to like talk about you know, the Den X experience. And, you know, it's just great being in person with people that we work with online because we don't get to do that very often as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Cerebral, I mean, you have the bang bang, right? You've got great beer at Cerebral and right next door you have great tacos at Machete. And that's, yeah, that's a good combination right there. So mm-hmm. I would agree. Cerebral on my honorable mentions as well. I have two more honorable mentions. Of course you do. One, is also we'll stay in Colorado really quick. It's a place called Odd 13 out in Lafayette, Colorado. I went there in March when I went and hung out with my buddy Matt. We did a bit of brewery touring around. And uh, Odd 13, just a funky little spot with good beer. And uh, yeah, overall good vibe. Um, so definitely a, a neat experience there. Not my favorite beer in Colorado. Uh, some of my favorite beer would actually be from a brewery called Weldworks, but I didn't go to the brewery, so I can't really put that on as an experience, even though I drank a lot of Weldworks, thanks to Matt, over the last year. Um, but Odd 13, good good spot there in Lafayette outside of Boulder. Other one that just made my honorable mention was going to the Sun IPA from the Great Northern Beer Company. This is probably one of the worst IPAs I've ever had in my life. <laughs> okay. But I had it at a gas station in the middle of nowhere, Montana. Oh, Montana, my word. No, I, I, you know, well behind the times when it comes to the brewing scene. You know, take that for what it is. It's probably because there's not that many people there. But we had just gotten off the river, three days on a river, had had a, a bit of a rough go on this camping trip that, that didn't turn out as planned. And you could have given me any type of beer, and it would have been one of the best beers Fair ever done. So I got this IPA sitting at a gas station, a bar connected to a gas station literally in the middle of nowhere and i just thought all right this tastes awful but it tastes great at the same time <laughs> so honorable mention going to the all sun right. ipa from great Yay, northern beer enough. company now i'm gonna go first here even though okay. i usually let you go first because oh. i cheated you actually you had, have eight you had seven I and seven. i had seven and one was going to be an honorable mention an extra one but i'm like no i don't want an honorable mention i want to call it out yeah so call it out I i'm mean, going with i have it. eight my number eight is Ten Sleep Brewing Company in Wyoming in a town <laughs> called Ten Sleep, Wyoming. Ten Sleep? Ten, T-E-N, and then Sleep, S-L-E-E-P, Ten Sleep. Okay. I've never heard about this. Okay. Uh, it is a brewery that's under a butte. So like oh, you're driving I have heard through about the middle this. of nowhere, Wyoming. Yep. And only only from you. I mean, I don't haven't actually right, heard about right, this. <laughs> right. I mean, essentially, you're driving through the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, and you come around this corner and you just see the sign that says brewery and you see this structure, this house tucked back under a butte and a long driveway. And that's the brewery. Beer was OK. Average beer, but the coolest location I've ever seen for a brewery. I, I mean, yeah, it's just 
it just pops up. It's like an oasis in a desert, basically. You yeah. come around the corner, you're like, oh, a brewery. And you go in and they have food and they have like four or five beers and people are just chilling outside. So a cool vibe. And you're just in the middle of Wyoming. A, a yeah, you beautiful area. Send me a picture of this, which is, I guess, maybe the only reason I know what a butte is. Kind of like a big rock outcropping. Yeah, like a big route. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and that's the what picture a is. is very much like a Western movie. It's kind of, you know, like this romantic idea of what like an old saloon would look like tucked into a rock out west in the middle of nowhere. So I could see how that would be a very romantic idea. And honestly, I'm not jealous of your trip with old Bess um, because old Bessie, Bessie, sorry, necessarily. um, But I am jealous of some of the experiences, some of the experiences you had. Well, that's the beauty of camper vanning or or RVing around is, it might not be the most comfortable ride. Uh, best, Bessie's really comfortable ride, or like most comfortable sleep. But you have these experiences that you're not gonna have elsewhere. That's, yeah, that's the beauty just of road being tripping. on the open road. And yep. America is one of the best places to do that because it's so wide and expansive. You know, you can just go, and there's so many different things to see. So I definitely and there might feel be a, like we need to do this in 2019. We, we will. We will. There might be a random brewery under a butte in Wyoming that makes your list. So <laughs> that's my number eight. Ten a little jealous of your number All right, eight. Now you can get to your list. Usually okay. I'll let you go first, that's but fine. I knew I was going to Hey, no big deal. You're, you're allowed to break the rules. It is your podcast. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> number seven is a brewery that we went to. We actually went to a couple of breweries this day, and and none of them were that exceptional. However, the experience of going to all these breweries with Trav and with Wit in Miami, which, you know, Miami gets a lot of kind of like a bad reputation of just being like kind of like dirty or like a party club area. Yep, However, no, maybe not dirty. I mean, it's like clubby. It's it is. Party. It is a little bit clubby. However, I have spent time in Miami. I love it. I love this city because number one, I love the beach. I love warm weather. It's easy to get to. It's beautiful. The beach is absolutely gorgeous, and it has a really cool restaurant, brewery, art scene, cafe scene in certain areas of it. I have to disagree with this brewery thing because actually, at the top <laughs> of my notes, which I forgot, was I wanted to start the show off by saying. Best beer experience of 2018, 100% not in Miami. <laughs> I get what you're saying because it yep. was a, actually a decent day because we did go to four or five breweries and some were decent. Yeah. Like Vera, Vera Sue's was great. Jay Wakefield yes. was pretty good. So, so, but here's why I wanted to well, just throw this, this out there. The- there is a brewery there and I want to call him out because, listen, if you're going to do stuff like this, I'm going to call you out on my podcast. Okay, you can Concrete my- Beach Brewing. I-, I did actually forget about this. We tried to go to. They I wouldn't let this. us in. We had wit who at that point was three months old. He was in a stroller and he was sleeping. And they said, sorry, no one under the age of 21 is allowed in here. It was completely dead, 7.30 on a Friday night. And they said, after 7 p.m., no one is allowed in here under the age of 21. We're like, we have a sleeping child. We want to come in and just get one beer. You literally have no one else in this bar. And they would not let us. And to me, that is one of the biggest, like, punk moves we've ever experienced you're just saying someone have a little bit of um you know a little bit of an idea of the situation here and let this happen and they wouldn't let us into the brewery yeah they, they weren't very nice about it however that is one experience hey. in a whole day of fun 
the reason why this is my number seven is, um, and it actually, I, I didn't put that on the list. I put Vera Sue's on the list because it was the first brewery that we went to. Yep. And we actually stayed in Hollywood Beach because... Oh, it's not. It's Vesa Sur. Vesa Sur. Vera Sue's, yeah. Oh, we sorry. mixed up the... Z- no, yeah. I know. I messed it up too. Ve- Vesa Sur. Ve- Vesa Sur. We actually stayed in Hollywood Beach, which was fine. It was fun. We were right on the beach in a condo. Miami was a little expensive to stay in because we booked a Airbnb at the last minute. So going into my Miami was something I wanted to do all week. I went in with with Trav and Whit. We were with some other friends and, and they decided to come in later. So we just had this afternoon exploring like the Wynwood district and all of the cool like graffiti art there and popping into some breweries. And Vesa Sur was very cool because it was open air. Of course, you're in Miami. So they had like this big, awesome, great outdoor area to sit in. The beer was okay. It was pretty good. Just the whole day of like walking around in the warm weather in January with Wit. It was the first flight we had taken with him. So to me, that was a meaningful experience. I, I also had a decent experience, but. We'll agree to disagree. Okay. I, Overshadowed I was, by like three I, minutes of an irritating situation. Well, we also went, we also went to Winfield Brewing at the last two at the end were we tried to get in Concrete Beach and listen and Winfield Brewing and it was very bad beer. So yeah. started hot, <laughs> definitely died with a whimper. Well, that I wasn't day. talking about the whole day. Basically, just like the first two that we went to. Fair. You know what I mean. Fair. My number seven, a similar type day where we just got out and saw a lot of breweries and this is thanks to kyle potter epop listeners so thanks kyle if you're listening here i had one day in minneapolis basically we had one afternoon in minneapolis and i want to see as many breweries as i could we went to fair state cooperative dangerous man and modus so getting to hit three breweries um there had <laughs> i didn't i don't even know if i told you this there was four of us and Kyle, and he had a four-seat car. I think it was a Prius mm-hmm. or a Nissan Leaf. So napkins, as some of you guys listening know, had to be in the trunk of the car <laughs> oh so that we could bump around to these breweries. So that's a fun experience in its own right. But Fair State Cooperative, Decent Sours, Dangerous Man, really cool brewery in Minneapolis. And then Modus, I was surprised with. That was closest to downtown. Very good sour, very good hazy IPAs. So that was just a really fun day in Minneapolis. A surprise because we were going to do like one brewery. And then because Kyle met us out, we were able to, because we had a car and him with us driving us, we were able to pop around to three breweries in a pretty quick time and all were above average. So that was a great day. My number six is a brewery that we went to in Vancouver. And we went to a lot of breweries in Vancouver and we hopped around a lot. I don't think this is going to be on your list because we weren't actually there for very long, but that is Brass Neck Brewing. It is one of my favorite breweries in Vancouver because they just put out exceptional beer and they're always different. I've had a lot of really good experiences at this brewery, including, you know, in a different year, just hanging out with my best girlfriends, Courtney and Crystal, brewery hopping and ending up there. And then in 2018, with just Trav and Wit, you know, we had gone to, we'd walked all around Vancouver that day. We went to my favorite fish and chips place down um, at Granville Island. And then we walked all the way up Main Street. We went to 33 acres. That was a long walk. It was Two a miles very or long so? walk. It was a very long miles. walk. And we went to 33. Thirsty. Yeah, we went to 33 acres, which usually is my favorite, but they didn't have any good beers that I liked on tap at that time. And then we went to Brass Neck, and they had one of the best beers I drank maybe all summer. It was such a fantastic beer. They had it in some cans, so we bought a few cans. I wish we had brought bought more. I think we only bought two cans. It was just so good. We sat there. We drank a beer. We were staying at an Airbnb like two blocks away, so we just had a beer. 
walked back to our Airbnb, hung out and chilled, drank the cans. It it was just a nice experience with really good beer. They had a good hazy IPA on, which we're always going to love, and they had a good sour. And so if uh, it was like a raspberry sour. So if you have those two on and they're, and they're good, I think that actually Brass Necks Hazy IPA is still the best hazy IPA I've had in Vancouver. Yeah, um, it was just exceptional. So I'm actually in Vancouver for my number six. Oh, really? And this... Interestingly enough, for whatever reason, on lists of best breweries, I you know I do a lot of research, and no one ever mentions this one in Vancouver, and yet, so I was surprised. Like our friends said, they liked it, and we got there, and it was way better than my expectations of it because of what I had read, and that's Strathcona. Okay, Strathcona is on my list. All right, it's so, higher up though because right, I we'll, love. We will we will Strathcona. move on from Strathcona then. That's my number six. We'll talk about it when it gets to Heather's list. As we say, we don't know each other's list, mm-hmm. so sometimes they overlap. Move on to your number five. My number five is also in British Columbia, but mine not, too. Not in Vancouver. Mine is in Kelowna. So is mine. I bet it's All the right. same one. Number five, we match. We Vice match. and Virtue? Vice and Virtue. Vice and Virtue. So we'll tell you this story together since this is both our number mm-hmm. five. We were in Kelowna, BC. Beautiful area. There were a few breweries there and we went to a few that were eh, like below average. But I saw this one called Vice and Virtue. Had cool branding and I saw yes, it. Yes, it did. On Untapped. I... Either Untapped yeah, or Instagram. Yeah, you found it on Untapped, I think. And, you know, it was in a part of Kelowna is not very big, but there's this part that's a little more industrial. So there's not a ton of stuff on this one street. Um, and yeah, you had driven past it, I think, earlier in the day. It wasn't open. Right. I went to like check on it because it said it was opening soon, but it had, didn't have a date. And I had driven by it in the day. And it was closed. And, and this I, is when the obsessive researching nature of Travis really shines. Because if he wasn't so obsessed with beer, we never would have had this experience. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, it's closed. This was our last night in Cologne. I'm like, well, bummer. We were, you know, I drove by during the day and it, it wasn't open. There was no sign that said it said we're opening soon mm-hmm. or something. But no date. So I'm like, all right. And then I just thought, all right. It was evening. We wanted to go to a brewery. I, I'm, I dragged our friends out. I was within walking distance of our Airbnb. I said, why don't we just pop over there? There's another brewery within walking distance from Vice and Virtue. So if Vice and Virtue isn't open still, we'll just go to that. Right. But let's check it out. You never know. We walk by and all of a sudden, lo and behold, there's people inside. And we're like, oh, what's Magic. going on? And and like <laughs> they look like they're, it's not just people who are working there. There's yeah, people like drinking and eating. People. Like, did I just fast forward like two weeks in my life? This, no one was here earlier. Um, knock on the door, like, hey, are you guys open? And they said, well, we're not real, like, we're not open to the public. We're just having our soft launch tonight. So if you want to come in and you're here, go for it. <laughs> like, great. So we stumbled upon their very first night open. It was only really open to friends and family and people who knew. And here are like seven of us well, rolling. You're in the know because of your research on yep. Untapped or Instagram or it whatever. Was just, it was cool. It's like, it's just one of the things that we love about traveling. You're just, you find these instances and these experiences that you never expected to yeah. happen. And I mean, on top of that, very good beer and fantastic food. Yes. The food I actually mentioned in my best meals podcast that we just did. Spoiler be- alert. Is that that one's cut that came out already? Yeah, I know. Oh, if they haven't listened. Oh, if you have, well, I mean, come on. If it came out before this one, you haven't listened to it. I mean, yeah, that's what's not wrong my fault. With you? Go that's listen to our fault. best meals podcast. Sorry, I thought I was allowed to talk about it. It's in the past. Anyway, 
Um, it made my list because the sandwiches that they put out at this brewery blew me away and blew Travis away too. I mean, we we were shocked. Love a good sandwich. Love a good sandwich. Love a good sandwich. And you don't usually expect amazing food at breweries. I mean, some breweries really have great food, but this is a brand new brewery. It's their yeah, not soft even opening, launch. Not even open and yet. And their kitchen is already, I mean, it's just exceptional. Like the details that they put into the one sandwich, uh, the two sandwiches that we ordered, just great. So it was a really good experience. Their beers were pretty decent. I mean, I don't love them as much as Brass Neck and Strathcona, but you know, they had some good sours. And even I think they had like a light, like a, light a pilsner, IPA. Or a pilsner IPA that, that was you yeah. know, very drinkable. Well, and on top of that, the staff was so nice. Oh, like the, so the owner friendly. Guy, we sat at the bar and so one guy was talking to us. He was the owner. I guess he, he was from a Aust- partner or something. Australia. He owns a winery too. So we got the whole story. You just felt like you, all of a sudden you're a part of a, some a community, a community, you know, like a private party that we yeah, just stumbled it was upon. Neat. It was neat. it was awesome. So, Honestly, that probably could have been higher on my list, but I have some other good vice and virtue here. in Kelowna, BC. If you're in Kelowna, check it out. Those guys are super nice. I'm sure they're still rocking good sandwiches and even better beer. And it was really cool to stumble upon a random soft opening only because of dogged perseverance. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, So we have the same number five. I guess I'll move on with my number four. And this is really a two part situation because we were in Budapest and we went to this brewery and it's the brewery next to it, which was a little confusing on our first and last day in Budapest. Is this at all on your list? No. Okay, so the I have no Budapest beer on my list. No Budapest. So this was more about the experience, although their beer was pretty tasty, and um, the brewery was called First, the First Craft Beer Company, which is First Craft Beer Company. You're like, I don't. It's just a weird name. And then the the one next to it. Do you remember the name of that one? Yes, there is. I'm really putting Trav on the spot. There are two. Beer gardens. There's actually three, but there are two right next to each other that are. Owned by different companies, but you can't tell where one starts and one ends. No. So we thought the first day that we were going to the Jonas Craft Beer yes. Bar, which actually is a craft beer bar for another brewing company whose name I can't pronounce, but it's not called <laughs> Jonas Brewing Company, but it was called the Jonas Craft Beer Bar. And we thought we were going there and we sat down, we got beers, we got food. And then all of a sudden I realized like everything said first craft beer company i'm like are we at the jonas craft beer bar and the guy points over he's like no that's over there but they were right share the same tables they both have a burger menu yeah so like it was so funny so So, we really went to the first craft first craft beer company's beer garden on our first day in budapest the last day we went back but made sure we also went to the jonas craft beer bar and here's why they're on my best experiences list. Because the first day in Budapest, we wake up. I mean, we were very jet lagged. Wit had a hard time adjusting. Um, so it was like 1 p.m. We made it out of the apartment. And uh, it was a beautiful day. It was sunny. We wanted to go walk by the river. So we walk all the way down the river to this area. We go to the brewery. We're hungry. We get a burger. We just sit there and we drink a beer and we have a burger. And it's gorgeous. And we look at the whole river in the city of Budapest. And it's amazing. Then on the last day in Budapest, 
you know, we hadn't been back to this part of the river the whole time we were in Budapest. So I don't know why, but we were like, let's just go back. We'll try out the Jonas well, bar. I this know time. why, because we were like, that was cool. Yeah, we just that was sat cool. and sure. drank beer yeah. and ate good burgers. That's why. So this time we went and it was evening. So we did this evening stroll down beside the river, which is a gorgeous walk. And we're just sitting at the Jonas bar watching the sunset over Budapest, relaxing. The got the beer, okay. The beer was not great, but the bartender was so sweet. And he kept just giving us free samples of all this beer and every single one was kind of worse than the one before. Yeah, he <laughs> took a liking to me because I was just asking a lot about beer and I don't think they, he was explaining like, hey, we don't get a lot of this. You know, craft beer is very new in Budapest. We don't get a lot of people really, really interested in everything that you're asking. You know, uh, I'm very inquisitive. It's just like you gotta try this one. You gotta try this one. So he, he just kept he giving gave us me, the samples. It's not even samples. He was giving he me like a full pour, a full can. Yeah, and sometimes we were like just and there are a few I actually to had discreetly to dump down the drain, the sidewalk. But <laughs> some of the beer was drinkable, and you know, just average beer. Some of it was not great, but the whole experience of just like celebrating our last night in Budapest, looking at the river with the beautiful sunset over the bridges. It was an amazing experience. We got burgers also from the other place. They were different than yes. the first craft brewery company or whatever, I but think they it, were still just as good. It yeah. was, they were really good burgers. If, if I had to pick, and you don't really, you could just go to both because they're right there. I would say the first craft beer company's beer, they had a tropical IPA, which was, was better. way better than any of the beers at the Jonas Craft Beer Bar. But And they also, I think, had a little better burgers, but they're both it was fun. And that was a great couple nights. And, you know, I mean, and I just Wit was getting sleepy because it was getting to his bedtime. And I just like bundled him up in his blanket and walked along the river and rocked him to sleep. It was just magical. It was a it, good was, time. it was a great, great experience with pretty average beer on the on the last part of that. Better beer on the first part. But hey. It's about the experience. It's about the experience. And beer is beer. Again, it's funny. <laughs> I think it was funny that we thought we were at the Jonas Craft beer bar <laughs> until basically I was paying my bill and I asked the guy, where's your beer come from? Is this brewing company? It seems like you have all first craft beer company beer. He's like, yeah, well, that's because this is our beer garden. I'm like, wait. <laughs> it was pretty yeah. funny. Anyway, so I figured lost it out so that you don't have to. Yeah, I yeah. lost the translation. All right. I am now at. We talk about tiers. You know, you guys know I'm nerdy about lists. Those first couple were in this first tier. Then I have one right now in this second tier. And then my top three are all like could be number one. Does that make sense? Sure. So my number four right now is a step above the ones we just mentioned, but a, just a step below the ones. I got you. Mine are, are kind of that way too, because my number threes are all really good experiences, but all with really, really good beer. Okay. So my number four is not as exotic as Budapest. It's Richmond, Virginia, and there's a brewery yeah. down there called The Vale. Oh, The Vale. Richmond. Oh, The Vale. When you, you know, happen this is to a boys trip. be on a boys yes. trip. So I don't know what you're getting at other maybe, than the fact that, yes, this is a boys maybe trip. Maybe you were very excited to have some freedom from a newborn. Maybe you, you know, imbibed a little. Is that the right word? Yes, I imbibed, imbibed quite a, at the a vale. little bit okay. too much. Couldn't find your Airbnb. Wait, All that's right, not the want, story that... Do you want me to tell the story or no? Okay, I want you to tell the story. The Vale Brewing Co., great (laughs) beer. We went down to Richmond. We had our car breakdown on the way down there. So we got in later than we thought. Went right to the Vale. And they have fantastic beer, but almost all their beer is 10%. Okay? Because they make very high alcohol IPAs, which are awesome. The other problem with the Vale, 
I mean, problem, I guess, is that like you can get a four ounce or I think a 10 ounce, but the four ounce is almost as much as the 10 ounce. So, you know, me being value conscious. You mean in price? In price. So, even though I wanted to try all their beers, I was not going to buy a four ounce because I think it was like four bucks and then a 10 ounce was like six bucks, something like that. So, I'm buying 10 ounce beers of 10% beer and I want to try them all and they have like 10 of them. So, I didn't try them all, but I. (laughs) This hit me very hard. <laughs> the beers were fantastic, but it's a lot of beer to drink. I did not drive back to our Airbnb. There's three of us. Uh, my other buddy who had less than I did drove back. But I could not find <laughs> the Airbnb, find Airbnb because it was like in a. <laughs> yeah. I had the wrong address written down. And it was in this big building. I kept telling them the number was 412. I guess it was 402. I don't, or 421. <laughs> I don't exactly remember. And it took us an hour oh my to word. find You called me up and, and you it was were raining. Like, we were walking around the This room. address doesn't exist. Something is wrong with the Airbnb. Your phone had died. You were calling me from Dave's phone. What a mess. But you ended up having a great night. I, had a, I called got the, Airbnb into the Airbnb host. Yeah. They set me straight. I feel very bad. I told them the next morning, hey, I'm really sorry. I actually <laughs> said, I went to the veil. I had some beers. They were just laughing like, oh, we know how that goes. Um, but the veil itself, fantastic. Some of the best hazy IPAs in, in the country, which makes it in the world. Um, I brought a bunch back. Wee Wee Dead Dead and Step Step Dad Dad. When they do a double IPA, they like double the name of the beer. Clever. Um, just fantastic beer. Cool spot. The one downside, like I said, come on. If people want to come and are going to drive that far to try your beer, like let me get four ounces for a decent price so I don't have to walk around in the rain for an hour not or being able to find you my could Airbnb. just get the smaller amount of Can't beer do it. it's value oh boy it's value well, i guess you paid in your own way didn't in my you? own way in your own way so did my two friends who <laughs> were like trav where is there i know you have good friends on. because uh, they were i think pretty patient thanks crime thanks cubes glad you guys crime are good friends cubes, also known as chris and dave their normal names no they're not known as that <laughs> they're known as crime and cubes okay all right so now we are in the upper echelon these are, yeah these three for me and i think for you it's like one a one b one c sure Yes. They were okay. all fantastic experiences. Yes. Um, so my number three is at one of my favorite breweries, which is not Trav's favorite brewery. Tired hands. It is Tired Hands. And I really couldn't narrow it down to one experience there because like- We went a lot we in 2018. We went so many times in 2018, especially I did because- I was on such a beer kick after having wit and not being able to drink beer and travel into all these amazing craft breweries. I made up for it in 2018. Oh, yes, I did. So I went to Tired Hands, oh my gosh, at least 20 times um, in 2018, usually with my friend Megan, with my sisters. So the the one time in particular that I really loved, well, two times, two different girls' days when I went to Tired Hands and we went for like a late lunch Again, with with some of my girlfriends. The one was on National Women's Day. We celebrated by... remember this. Your memory is hilarious. (laughs) Well, Trav for National Women's Day um, abandoned me to go to Colorado. I think you're in Colorado. And I I wanted to give you a day to yourself. (laughs) I was home with Wit. And we were like, well, what better way to celebrate Women's Day than to just like do fun stuff and crush beer at our favorite brewery. So I went with uh, my sister, Emily... 
and my good friend Trav's cousin Megan, and we just had a great time. We loved the food there. We loved the beer there. It was awesome. Another time I had a girls' day, um, Trav was in the area, but I think that you were uh, doing something with Jason in Philly, and I went with my friend Crystal from Canada. She was visiting, and again, we just went with a couple of our other girlfriends, had an amazing time, just love Tired Hands, love the beer, love the food there, so good. Do you love Tired Hands? Don't be a hater, Trav. I Tired Hands. Don't hate appreciate. Let me, let me put it this don't way. Don't hate appreciate. In 2018, my opinion of Tired Hands has gone up. It's still not on my list of best beer experiences because we went a lot and we had some decent experiences. But it, yeah, they make fantastic beer. And I went and had some of some some very good beer there in 2018. But none of the, like you were mentioning, none of the specific times stand out. Yeah. Specific. Well, that's fair. Now, I, I went more than you and I had my ladies days there. I, I am keeping it in Pennsylvania for my number three. And this is a brewery that I went to. I went to this brewery more in 2018 than probably any other brewery. And that is Hidden River. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to ruin the beer podcast. If you guys haven't listened to our top breweries in the US podcast, you should go listen to it now if you like beer because we dive even deeper into each brewery and why it's special. So I'm not going to ruin it and tell you where Hidden River is on my list, but it is high on my list of top breweries in the U.S. And I would say in the 2018, we probably went maybe seven to mm-hmm. ten times. Um, it's also about, about once a month. It's on my list. I don't know. Maybe our experiences so will be different. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll give you a specific experience. That was in December. Uh, Alan Tatman, who's a listener to EPOP and also has his own podcast, if you like beer, you should check it out, called The Bruise Traveler, was coming into town and was going to stay with us. And I, I said, hey, man, anyone interview me about for his podcast about beer? And I thought, all right, well, we got to do it on location. If we're going anywhere, it's got to be my favorite brewery. It's got to be Hidden River. So getting to take someone who owns his own bar and knows about beer to one of my favorite breweries in the U.S. was special. We all went out there. It was in December of 2018. And what made it even better is the fact that that specific day, they had the best beer that I've ever had in my life on tap. We say this almost every time we go there because it just keeps getting better. (laughs) They do the sour IPAs better than any other brewery does any style of IPA that I've been around. Like, What I mean by that is I've tried sour IPAs a lot of places and I love that style. I like sour beers. I like IPAs. That makes sense. But, but... I'm always a little disappointed when I get them at other brews because they're nowhere near as good as Hidden River. So every time Hidden River puts out a sour IPA, it's better than the last one. So it's incredible. I it's something magical that they do, and it's so funny right now because Travis is so excited. He is standing. I'm up standing up and emphatically waving his hands I, around that's whilst right. talking about this. This passion fruit sour (laughs) IPA is the best beer I've ever had in my life. Second would be, would have been their guava guava sour sour IPA, IPA, which they had earlier this year. Mm -hmm. So getting to take Alan to Hidden River, uh, another beer nerd, and getting to see him appreciate it and show him it and, you know, show off, I guess, one of your favorite breweries and have someone else say, yeah, this is really cool, was fun. We also... They had on an incredible hazy IPA. Then they had this passion fruit sour IPA, which was literally second to none. The best beer I've ever had. And they had fantastic food that night. And it's a seasonal menu, so it's always changing. It just, it was a great magical night. And it's the reason that I love Hidden River because it's this quaint 1750s lodge. Mm -hmm. And especially in the winter, you're there and there's Mm -hmm. fireplaces and it's cozy. It's also on my list. 
Anyway, that specific experience was number gotcha. three for me. Okay. I hard to believe there's one too higher than uh, that. I and that's why I'm know. saying one A, one B, one C. I'm very curious to know what those ones are. As However, is everyone else. Just yeah, keep listening to the I know. Show. It's so fun doing this because I don't know what you're going to say. I mean, sometimes I can like try to guess in my head, but you often surprise me with some strange outliers. <laughs> Well. <laughs> so it's always exciting to record this with you as well as I'm sure it is to listen. My number two, at least I hope it is to listen. My number two is Strathcona in British Columbia. This they have good pizza. Exactly. This place is a hidden gem. It is in a, a interesting area of Vancouver. It's not anywhere like that you would probably stumble upon because it's not downtown. It's not in the trendy Main Street or Mount Pleasant. I I, I forget actually what. It's, it's, and it's, it's not all the way over. far. It's not all the way over to Yeast Van, which is a yeah. lot of breweries. It's kind of between downtown and Yeast Van. So yeah. It's, so, yeah. I mean, we drove to it. I, I, so I don't even know how long it would take to walk like from downtown. It would be a while. We went and we showed up. And, you know, it was a small party of us at first. I think it was just Trav, me, Courtney, Calum, maybe Crystal was there. You know, we just got a little booth. They had, Courtney and Calum had a pitcher of beer. Yes, they do pitchers of IPAs. The IPA was absolutely delicious. It was like happy hour too, yes. so the pitchers were very so cheap. So cheap. Then they also had an amazing sour that you could get in a pitcher. I was like, what is this magical universe? Like, when was the last time you had a pitcher of beer? College? Yeah. This is amazing. And you never get pitchers of craft beer <laughs> yeah. at a brewery. It's like you get pictures of Miller Lite. Right. So it was so cool. Then, you know, more friends, just mutual friends start showing up at the brewery. So we end up spending quite a few hours there. We move to a bigger table. It's just super fun. We end up getting pizza, which is delicious. I love pizza. It's probably my favorite food. So if a brewery has good beer and good pizza, it's basically like my heaven. And then... To top it all off, when we're leaving, we're like, oh, they do have beer for sale in cans. So I go up and I, because in, in Vancouver, like they have a lot of craft beer, but not a lot of places can. So it's kind of hard to find like really like the hazy IPAs that we love so much in cans. So then they have the cans that I like that I buy. And then we bring them to Kelowna and I like sparingly drink the, f I only bought four, which was my main regret, I should have got eight. However, it was just a super fun experience, like meeting up with friends that we have in Vancouver, eating great food, drinking pitchers of good beer. And just like this, this brewery is also very beautiful, like a cool, like decorated, really cool and minimal and industrial. So it's just, it was an awesome day. Yeah, I'm unsure why the list that I look at a lot for best brews in Vancouver don't ever mention Strathcona or or they're not near the top. As you mentioned, great food, great beer. And it is, we use this term a lot, it's like hipster heaven. It's all white and industrial. You, yeah. I, I, I would think that this would be kind of like the pinnacle of the Vancouver beer yes. scene because it's doing everything that beer snobs like, and I use beer snobs lovingly, I am one. It's doing the hazies. It's having sours. So, I, yeah, I don't know. So, I was very pleasantly surprised after having to do a lot of research and hearing about it and it being like on the middle of some of the lists going and saying, whoa, no, this is way yeah, better than what people are giving me credit awesome, for. It was an awesome, awesome brewery. They also, had a good and experience. I don't know if by the time you guys listen to this, if this will be the same case, but there's a kind of a gypsy brewer 
uh, guy who runs a company or beer called Superflux that Superflux was using their brewing system and they would have cans of Superflux as well too. And that's one of the most sought after beers in Vancouver. Doesn't have its own tap room or anything like that. You can only get it in cans. And they he was brewing there. So you were able to get Superflux beer there too, which just upped the ante even oh, yeah. more. It was so, just a great day. A great with you. beer experience. I'm with you. Strathcona. Yeah. Love you. Great. Awesome. Number two, Toppling Goliath and Pulpit Rock in Decorah, Iowa. So on our on my road trip back across the US, I was seeking out breweries that we wanted to go to, but it wasn't really actually as brewery focused as as I would have thought. Um, some of that was because we were, you know, we didn't want to go too far off the path and what have you. But I knew that going through this section of the country. There wasn't a ton of certain stuff to like set as a goal to go to, but I knew Toppling Goliath existed in Iowa. I wanted to dive down a little bit into Iowa. And so we set this tiny town of Decorah, Iowa on our on our list. And we're like, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna go down to Toppling Goliath. We're gonna go to this brewery. It was the first brewery we're really gonna hit since that one in Wyoming. So a long way away. And um little did I know that I would find an amazing, perfect Midwest town in Decorah. Also, I didn't know there was another incredible brewery there. And what I liked about this, why I put them together, because this experience was the same night, is that they are almost completely different. Toppling Goliath is a huge player in the craft beer scene and has been for a while and has put like Iowa craft beer on the map. And everyone knows Pseudo Sue and they, they distribute their beers and stuff like that. So it is like the tired hands of Iowa. Or like, you know, it's just, it's a known quantity. And they just opened up a huge tap room. I mean, it's it's absolutely massive and it's really cool and it's brand new. So we go there first. We do flights, napkins and I. The people are super nice. The building is brand new, big, industrial, modern. Very cool. Awesome. And I'm like, okay. So there, and I'm asking other people, like, well, where else should we go? You know, this and that. And people are saying, go to Pulpit Rock. It's newer. It's tiny. Um, it's it's more in town, like whereas Topping Goliath was out of town. Head there. So we head to Pulpit Rock, and they were right. The beer is just as good, but it's a completely different vibe. It's small. You feel like you're almost essentially in someone's house, right? Like you come up. There's not even much room around the bar. Um Obviously, they have fantastic beer, too, and it's right next to the old Toppling Goliath taproom, which was really, really, really tiny. So it's almost like going to Toppling. It's almost like looking back in the yeah. past and saying, hey, Pulpit Rock's new. This is what Toppling Goliath and experience of Toppling Goliath would have been like, you know, before they built their new taproom. Right. So both great beer. Totally unexpected. Not not totally unexpected with Toppling Goliath, but Pulpit Rock didn't even know it existed. And didn't know Decor, Iowa was such an amazing, cute little town. So to have two awesome breweries there. Man. Yeah, I don't know if you're just really good at selling the vision and the idea of a cross-country road trip. Or if it really is that magical. Because no, every time you mention this trip, 
that I was not at all jealous of before <laughs> makes me really want to do a cross-country trip. Hey, old Bessie's sitting at your sister's house. We can go uh, fire up and get going on the road right now. Yeah. You've got a car seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. You wouldn't. I, I, I think, I'm not sure old Bessie is ready for that, being that she's not even registered in the state of Pennsylvania yet. I think the 29-year-old <laughs> carpet would dissuade you from the amazing parts of a road trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah I am, Like I have said before, I'm not exactly jealous of your epic journey with old Bessie as much as I'm grateful that she got you across the country and safely home to Philadelphia but doing an epic road trip maybe in a much nicer larger RV is something I am definitely into tweet me at pack of peanuts if you got an RV that you're looking to rent (laughs) or you want us to you want to let us use uh, we want to do a road trip this summer um, June-ish 2019 so if you have an RV that you think is nice enough for Heather's taste (laughs) let us know And we'll start talking. Awesome. All right. My number one. And I am just so curious about Trav's number one because mine is at Hidden River, which he already mentioned. And stood up for. Yep. Stood up for. He was so excited. And it is a different experience than the time that he mentioned. We've been there a lot. It's one of our favorite breweries. It is so good. We went there at the very, very beginning of the new year it was in fact it was the first day this brewery was opened in the new year because it's only open thursday friday saturday sunday and the new year last year was on a monday so on thursday good memory we went (laughs) with our friends courtney and calem and trav's sister gail and this is why it was so magical um other than the fact that the beer is amazing it there was a snowstorm that day and it had snowed, which is like really fun and magical because I like the snow and the, everything shuts down and people just stay in and it's cozy. By the end of the day, the snow had stopped and we were kind of going stir crazy and we really wanted to take our friends Courtney and Caleb to this brewery and they were leaving the next day. So this was our only opportunity. So we ventured out to the brewery and uh, Travis' parents actually babysat wit for us. So we had like a completely kid free time. And we sat in Hidden River with like the snow surrounding us outside. And it's really cozy in there because it's like this old, I think. It's a lot. Haunted lodge. Definitely haunted. Definitely haunted. And they have like fireplaces and it's very cozy and it's decorated in this old lodge style. It's not like this trendy industrial hip place. It's an old lodge like and it has antique furniture 1750s in it. Yes. Lodge cuz that's what you're So in. here we are just drinking beer, having a great time. We brought cards with us. We played cards, which is one of our favorite pastimes to do with this set of friends. And it was just a great great time. I forgot Spend- it. So we're yeah, I forgot about that. We're like bookending yeah. it. You yeah. started with the Hidden River yeah, in, early 2018. I ended, ended with, with the it. December 2018 experience. Which is very apropos because it's our favorite, one of our favorite breweries and it just has great beer. Really cool food because it's farm to table also. that It's always changing, you know, so they have great little snacks and dinners and sandwiches and stuff. So, Moral of the story. Yeah. Just if you're anywhere near <laughs> Philadelphia or Philadelphia area, you've got to get to Hidden River. Yeah, it's it, a it, trek. Us describing it does not really do it justice. It's just they. It's an amazing place, and check it out. And the funny part is that you, you both, we both picked winter time experiences at Hidden River yeah. on on opposite oh, ends yeah. of the calendar. But we go quite a bit during the, the summer. Summer and they have is an awesome. Almost better, deck, yeah. So. And a big lawn, and, and it's next to a river, so like you can go with Hence your kids. We go with our friends who have kids a lot, and they can just play in the grass, throw the football around in the yard. It's awesome. Yeah. So no matter what time of year you're you're here, go to Hidden River. My number one 
is so going back to Virginia, going uh, okay. back to yeah, Richmond. I wasn't there. So. And this is a place called the Answer Brew Pub. And the answer... Number one place? Oh, if you've had their sours, you would agree. So after the night at the Vale that I mentioned previously, the next day we were supposed to go out to a bunch of other breweries. But as you can imagine, after a night of drinking heavy IPAs, we went to some breweries, but I was not feeling at my best, nor were the two guys I was with. So before we went out for the night to go to some of these more IPA-heavy breweries again, we went to a place called The Answer, which is also a Vietnamese restaurant. So long story short, I think I'm getting this this right. The guy owned a Vietnamese restaurant downstairs and just used to get really good craft beer in in this place, a nondescript Vietnamese restaurant in Richmond. So people would come for the beer as much as for his food because he was like a beer connoisseur. Decided he was going to start kind of brewing his own beer, and that's what they do now. So now he gets good beer in, but he also brews his own beer. What they're known for is their sours because they take a sour that someone else has brewed for them, but they infuse it with a ton of different flavors. So normally you're saying, ah, that that might be a little not kitschy, but you know, it it might not be good. Yeah, and it might not be good because you're getting these sours and you look at them and it looks like Jolly Rancher colors. Like they're popping. Like Bright blues, bright Again, yellows, listeners, reds. Travis is standing and, up. <laughs> and so you look at this, and you're like, this could either be really, you know, you get a beer that is done wrong and it tastes way too candy and way too sweet. So could, I'm looking like, oh man, are these actually going to be good? Like, look at these colors. This is funny that this is what beer looks like. But you have them and they are awesome. They are so <laughs> good. So they'll have like, it's all the same base sour, but they'll have it with all these different flavors. They might have 10 or 12 of them. What was really neat, not only was the some of the best sours or the best sours I've had in my life, was the fact that they were about 4% alcohol. So if you're looking to go out and try a bunch of beers and you're not looking for super heavy IPAs or super heavy stouts, that was an, a great place to spend a lunch and to get the day going. And uh, anyone who I've sent to the answer... You know, and, and the answer is known. It's not like I found this spot. It's known as an amazing place to go and get these beers. But anyone else that I've told to go there since has come back and said, you're right. These just They just do incredible sours. They have other beer too on draft. They, they do their own IPAs and they also have some guest beers as well. But really you go for those maybe six to 12 sour style fruited beers. And they, yeah, it's just, it was a great experience. I'm curious because you mentioned Vietnamese food. How was the food? Yeah, we didn't eat there, believe it or oh, not. Oh, really? I, I know. I We were going to, but you know, when you go and you only have two days in Richmond, sure. like we, were, we had eaten at actually a fantastic Cuban place for breakfast. So we weren't yeah. that hungry. You know, it's gotcha. that whole balance of like yeah. how much you're going to drink, how much you're going to eat. You so got to find the balance. When you, you know? only have a full, one full day in a city, it's a, I mean, hashtag first world problem. It's a little tough. How much are you going to drink? How much are you going to eat? Where are you going to eat? You know, so understood, we got to go understood. back. I got to take you back. Ha- hit the answer. Hit Vale. Uh, Richmond, great, great, great drinking town. Great beer town. Great brewery town. Cool. Woo. Wow. So that, that was our list of top 
beer experiences some really amazing spots out there, not just in in the U.S., but I guess predominantly just the U.S., Canada, and and you had Hungary. a Budapest, you had a Budapest yeah. one in yeah. there, yeah. but we you know far and wide we went from Vancouver, yeah. Wyoming, Minneapolis, sure. Colorado. Iowa, Colorado. You were down in Florida. We were here in PA. So some fantastic places to drink some beer. Let us know what your best beer and brewery experiences were in 2018. That's always the best. We say it each time when we do these year in reviews, but this is especially when we like to get your feedback. Have you been to any of these places? Where have you been that you liked, that you didn't like? Do Where you should have we go? like a outlier brewery that nobody knows about? Oh, yeah. Give me them hidden we gems. we need to come and visit because we are planning to do a road trip hopefully in 2019. So let us know now so we can start planning out that map and the route. That's right. We'll just we'll just put pins on the map for all the breweries we have to hit, and that will just <laughs> make our route out west. So let us know. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts or hit us up on Instagram at Pack of Peanuts at Heather Sherry. It's always, always appreciated. We love, love, love hearing your recommendations. That's what makes it so fun. Um, the, the whole travel especially, but finding good breweries, as we talked about in our last episode, finding good coffee shops, stuff like that. Let us know. Uh, hit us up on social media. And don't forget to check out all the rest of our Year in Review podcast. We started out with our stats, our superlatives, you know, everywhere we slept, what we did, how many miles we traveled. Then after that, we hit meals. Heather then did an episode on coffee and wine. So if you're a coffee and wine drinker, go check that out. That just released last week. We did our beer and we will have two more left. Our best dessert. Yummy, yummy, yummy. This is going to be a fun one. We just made our lists. So uh, that'll be great. That's coming out soon. And then lastly, our part seven is our best travel experiences, overall travel experiences of 2018. Some of the things that we may have just touched on, you know, briefly as we're telling these stories, we're going to dive a little deeper into. So check that out. You can get all our stuff, iTunes, whatever, however you listen to this, you can find that. But important, especially for year in review shows, all the stuff we mentioned will be linked up in the show notes. So I know we just threw a ton of breweries and stuff at you. We do the hard work. If you want to go to some of them, everything is listed in the show notes, the links for the breweries and um, on all of our other podcasts too, like the restaurants that we've gone to. Yep. So Check it out. Extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows. That is how you can get to the show notes for this show as well as all the other episode shows. Lastly, don't forget a little bit of housekeeping. If you haven't downloaded the Jetto app yet, that is our cheap flights app. It's totally free to download. You can do that. Search Jetto, J-E-T-T-O, and use the referral code EPOP, and that will get you a free 14-day trial to our platinum version. So you can check out, see the platinum version, and then decide if you want to stay upgraded to platinum version. Super cheap a month. I mean, it ends up coming out to like three, a little under $4 a month. Uh, if you do stay on the Platinum version, if not, no worries. We have a free version for you that you can keep forever as well. So go download that, Jetto, J-E-T-T-O, and use the referral code EPOP there. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the tweets and Instagram messages that we know will be coming because we cannot wait to find some of your favorite breweries and hit them up this year in 2019. So thank you guys. We truly appreciate it. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris and Northern. I'll show you a running afternoon. If you feel your job look hard as a burden, cut it up now, you don't have to worry, cause they're going in.
John Evans holds the world record by balancing 237 pints of beer atop his head at one time. You got to Google and check out the picture. It's absolutely incredible and pretty funny.